Welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome everybody to today's podcast. I wanted to share with you today about post-pandemic depletion and what to do about it. And post-pandemic might be a little bit ambitious even to call it because I know for a lot of us we are in this phase of pandemic and some of us are still questioning will we ever be past this phase but really today I want to talk about why so many of us might be feeling tired and depleted and a bit exhausted after the events of the last couple of years and I know that those of us who are listening are in different parts of the world and we're in different seasons both from a physical perspective, the season that you're in might be summer and it's winter here, but we're also in different seasons of ourselves. So this might not be landing for you right now, but there might be another time where you find yourself in a place of lower energy, uh, feeling a little bit depleted. And definitely for those of us here in the Southern Hemisphere, it's winter, it's uh, a time when um, there has been a lot of sickness running through our communities, our schools, our families. And for a lot of us, we're feeling the weight of that. So I've been uh, moving through this in myself. I am usually somebody who runs on high energy. I am one of those annoying people who usually does kind of jump out of bed into the day and I am ready to go, but not in these last few months. There has been days where I have felt like I've been stapled to the bed, <laughs> like my body just will not move on some days. Um, and I just am hitting snooze on my phone or my alarm. Uh, and I've never felt like my bed has felt so captivating and like I, it's never felt so comfortable before. So I, I'm, I'm not feeling like that now, but there has been times where I definitely have been. And I found this frustrating as somebody who has um, a lot of energy and, and I bring that to a lot of things I do. So for me, my tiredness really has been hitting me in the morning um, and then I've kind of been okay once I warm into the day. But just uh, the general vibe that I'm hearing from people, I had my beautiful woman from my membership, some of them come and have a day with me here on Waiheke and we got to sit in person, sit in circle and really share what was going on for all of us. And I definitely saw and felt a theme around um, energy, around tiredness, around feeling depleted, uh, like there is nothing left on the in the tank that we've been kind of running our tank down to empty uh, because there's been so many things we've been holding. And there is really good reason for that um, when we consider what's been going on with our nervous system and with what's been happening in the world. So why are we so tired? Or some of us at least have been feeling so tired. So the last couple of years, our minds and our bodies have been in this survival mode. 
And that has to catch up with us in some at some point. So without knowing, many of us have actually been in this stress response. We've been just uh, doing what needs to be done to get through hard times. And when we've been in this stress response, the stress response comes on when our nervous system feels like there's some kind of threat. And if you haven't noticed, we have been told there is a lot of threats coming our way in these last couple of years. I mean, the biggest one is catching the virus. And with that is a whole lot of threats around the future state of the world. Are our jobs secure? Uh, Are our families safe? When will I see my family? All of these things that have been going on that we've been carrying in the background. And then the other part of our stress response that we've been coping with is when things feel uncertain or unsafe. So our nervous system kind of goes into this uh, overdrive into the sympathetic nervous system when we feel uncertainty. And if there's one thing that we've felt in this last couple of years, it's just uncertainty. And we're still feeling uncertainty of what's going to happen. It's really hard for us to feel excited about what's going to happen because we know there's so much disappointment so much that can be cancelled uh and it's it's hard to move beyond what's just happening in the day-to-day and thinking will I get sick will someone in my family be sick will we be able to go to this thing and it's a lot for our body to carry and it's a very different energy from how it was pre-pandemic where we were just, um, we didn't have a a care in the world comparatively. There's always cares in the world, obviously that is life, but um, now we have an extra layer which we have to cope with. So for some people, this response of feeling a bit of depletion or exhaustion shows up as a stress or an anxiety, this um, feeling that um, a little bit of overwhelm for some people is how we feel when our tank is, is at, at empty. For some people, you notice you might be a bit more reactionary. It's almost like a tiredness response, but it's not from just one night. It's like from a long period of tiredness. So you might have that shorter temper and have that reaction maybe with those nearest and dearest. Or perhaps you have gone into a place Uh, where we call it like the freeze response, where you feel almost overwhelmed with what's been happening and all the things that you're holding and carrying. And that's when we start to withdraw a little bit and we feel a bit flat and we feel a bit uninspired and we start to maybe go within and in worst case, maybe get into our state of depression. So just checking in on yourself, where am I here? Is it just a general lack of energy depletion? Am I becoming more anxious? Am I becoming more reactionary and angry, which is our fight response? Am I going into that freeze where it just feels quite overwhelming? So when we're in a when there's a sustained underlying stress response, it's natural that we go into fatigue because the brain body uh, literally has had to be on all the time. It's almost like a, a slow burn of adrenaline of needing to be on and and in kind of this background thinking: Am I going to be safe? Am I going to be okay? So when we have that fight, flight, or freeze response for a long period of time, the nervous system um, can feel can feel quite tired. So that's what we're working with today is how do we bring our energy back? How do we bring our spark back, which is something that I'm going to probably work on as a separate little program or a little podcast is how do we get our spark back? Because along with tiredness, sometimes we feel like we lose our spark. 
And a lot of people are feeling like they've lost their spark. There's a, there is definitely an impact on mental health. And there was a recent survey done in Australia, one of the biggest mental health surveys done. And the ABS found that Australian women, nearly almost half of Australian women are suffering from mental health issues at the moment. And no doubt it's the same in New Zealand and in other parts of the world. So if you're feeling not at your best self, please know this is actually quite normal right now and um, there is support for you and um, there are resources for you. And please reach out to me and if you go, where, where do I even start? Um, because there is a, a bit of an epidemic around mental health and we need to come together to talk about it and to support each other through it. So today I want to talk about life beyond depletion. I want to talk about how we get our energy back. Energy is a really, really precious part of my life and um, it's something that I put a lot of <laughs> my attention towards. And as some of you know, um, and some of you even found me, I used to write and blog and talk about um, health and food before, you know, really diving into my coaching world. And a lot of that was around how do we have more energy through um, the foods we eat and the supplements we take and things like that. So I will be touching on that too. So I'm going to roll through maybe seven or eight things that I think you can start to think about bringing in to bring more energy back into your life. And these are really simple things and you will know all of these things most likely, but it's just a little nudge, <laughs> a little coaching nudge for you to be reminded of what it is that um, we want to do to bring your energy back. Because as I always say with my women who do Living With Purpose, you are the center of the ripple and you are the center of the ripple in terms of your energy as well. So if your energy is low and you are having these different responses and reactions, it's going to have an impact on those people around you, around the how you work, how you show up how you feel. So we really want to make sure we come back into alignment and with our energy and do what we can. So the number one thing that I would say for life beyond depletion is the number one thing that none of us want to hear or do. Some people do actually, <laughs> but definitely my, my body type and my personality doesn't want to hear it. And if you are somebody who is uh, a busy doer, high achiever, or is doesn't stop very often, you won't want to hear that the number one thing that I want you to think about is rest. And this is, there's always resistance to this because we believe that um, often we are last on the list in terms of uh, needs, especially, um, you know, women often at, at the bottom of their own pile of, of service to others. But um, it's really important that in these times we're listening to our bodies. So we, many of us have had the virus or we've had the flu or we've had some <laughs> combination of those things and that has had a physical impact in our body and that virus for some of us is still in our body in some way. So I really ask you to truly listen to your body and to surrender and to rest and um, you know, a lot of us push through. I'm really guilty of this. I, I'm not good at mastering the rest part. Um, but just knowing, and I speak to myself here as well, that this season will not last forever. 
and we must allow our body and our mind to recover and heal like there's some healing to do here both mentally and physically uh so we want to the far the more that you can kind of take this short-term pain of resting the better your long-term gain is of recovery because i've been hearing a lot of people say that if we keep trying to push through the you know the fatigue or the tiredness and not stop it turns into a much longer tail of whatever we're feeling obviously if you've got long covid that's that's a different you know scenario that that will require you to to rest longer and work within the confines of that but really i'm talking about people who are just generally feeling exhausted but won't let themselves stop i'm just asking to consider giving yourself permission to maybe rest a little bit more choose some days that you allow yourself to wake up without an alarm or just have an afternoon nap so yeah i think sarah the brain coach she is on my podcast previously she talks about the science behind a power nap and how um, really, really good it is for our brain and um, and that it's, yeah, there's a lot of positive benefits from having a nap. I think it's around 20 minutes. Don't quote me on that, but it's not a really long, long nap. It's like a power nap that really can reset you. Um, on a similar note, you might want to also try a yoga nidra. Uh, these are beautiful guided uh, meditations that are actually designed to give us more energy they're not designed to put us to sleep although it is tempting I know when I went on holiday with my lovely friend also called Simone we did a yoga nidra and I was so tired I just passed out <laughs> but the second time I did it with James I really like consciously stayed awake and I felt really energized and as you know you know things like meditation yoga nidras they they actually give us more energy um, from doing them so have a google have a look on something like insight timer have a look on youtube for a yoga nidra and and allow yourself just to take 20 minutes out of your day and rest your mind and body through a guided practice like that uh, the second one that I want to talk to you about of how to move beyond depletion or exhaustion or fatigue is connect. So connecting with others is incredibly powerful. You know, I've got a whole uh, blog and podcast on the power of connection. I'm a very big campaigner for, um, you know, raising our own vibration, raising our own energy through connecting physically or um, you know on it through a conversation even if it's on the phone with somebody um, because this is so good for our well-being and interestingly when we do feel a bit flat or low or depressed or exhausted we often don't want to connect with others so we're going against our natural intuition but just know that when we have that interaction with somebody else you know especially we had it with our group last Saturday and it was it's actually producing oxytocin when we come together like that and that's that beautiful bonding um, chemical that that um, is releases between a mother and baby but it's also between people so uh, what we know from oxytocin is that, is that it helps us regulate our emotions it helps us build empathy uh, it really really helps us to feel like we're not alone in this whole process, in this whole crazy pandemic that we're going through and all the feelings that come with it. 
So it's normal to to feel like this. And what helps is when we connect with others and talk about how we're feeling, we normalize that actually a lot of us are feeling the same way. And that's okay. It's a it's a season in our life and we can use each other and support each other through this. And sometimes it's just saying it out loud that can help uh, us to feel better. So try to find ways to connect that might be just calling a friend for dinner, going for a walk, uh, just finding, you know, finding something that or finding those people that bring you more joy and energy. I'm a really big campaigner on finding people who lift you up and spending time and connecting with them. I mean, you just know that when you've been out with certain people, they give you energy. So connection is really, really important. And the third one is to move your body. And you know this, but it's just reminding you that often when we feel really tired and we've woken up and had a bad sleep, we think, oh, I'll just skip working out or I'll skip my morning walk. But uh, movement is always going to energize us. And sometimes we tell ourselves a story that, oh, my body's too tired to move or I'm too uh, exhausted and just remembering choose the type of movement that matches the energy you have so maybe uh, if you're lower energy you might do yoga or you might just dance in the living room or you might do a walk in nature if you feel like you've got more energy you go for more of that high impact movement or um whatever that looks like a run for you so but just moving all of the time the other thing we know with movement and exercise is that we release so many feel-good hormones and um, these really help us to boost our mood we get into the right part of our brain we know when we exercise and we get that heart rate up it helps us to reduce stress and anxiety uh, so it's a really beautiful, natural way to feel to feel good. So, uh, yeah, if you go out into nature and exercise, you get the, the double feel good impact. So just making sure that even on these tired days, you still find a way to move your body um, because it actually does energize us. So number four is choosing the right foods and fluids. And really, this could be an entire talk on its own. I was thinking about this today because it's a question that's come up in Living With Purpose about how do we eat more high energy foods? How do I move beyond fatigue through my food? So um, yeah, this is a space, obviously I've done a lot of talking in and I write a lot in this space in my previous life. I'm not a, you know, a medical doctor, so you will want to talk to other experts as well. But here is my personal input about the foods and fluids. So I really believe that your food is your life force. And, uh, you know, food is a, a living thing that we put in our body. And it's an energetic fuel that we then turn into our own energetic fuel. And it's been really easy just to fall into old habits and maybe not nourish our body as much or not be bothered to <laughs> come up with kind of new nourishing ideas because a lot of us have been at home a lot and I think a lot of us have kind of cooking fatigue <laughs> as well as general fatigue so just remembering that these are the principles that I live by just really eating the colors of the rainbow um, the more colorful your food is 
uh, the better. And I'm not talking about like a packet of M&Ms. I'm talking about beautiful fruits and vegetables and, uh, you know, more green food. This alkalizes the body, which really helps us to feel more energized. Things like spirulina are a really high energy um, superfood that I really recommend. Um I also really recommend purple food, which has got some some really um, powerful things in them that that help you. I'll, I'll actually share a blog on why you should eat purple foods and green foods. There's lots um, that I've written about that in the past. So just eating colorful foods are really important. Uh, yeah, I think eating the Mediterranean diet is a really, really good way to align. Obviously, you know this, less processed food, less white food, unless it's something like cauliflower, maybe rice for some of you. Um, and yeah, also really increasing your water intake. A lot of our tiredness can come from feeling dehydration, really zapping that energy. And looking at how do we reduce alcohol because that definitely impacts our energy from a mind-body wellness perspective. It takes a lot of energy to break down alcohol and um, it affects our sleep and especially as we age uh, alcohol is harder for us to metabolize especially us women so just noticing how that affects your energy and naturally often when we feel tired at the end of the day we think we'll just have a little drink to pep us up but it's actually um making us feel more tired and also watching the way that you have caffeine. I mean, there's always a big debate about that, that my husband and I always have where he finds all the positive reasons to have caffeine. And, and I kind of challenge that, but yeah, caffeine's an interesting one, but just watching that, especially at the end of the day where I think we have caffeine in our body for about six hours after we've had it. So if you're having trouble sleeping, just consider that, um, yeah, and making sure you're getting enough protein is another key one because that is something that's going to help us to build our strength, build our muscle, and yeah, give us energy. So a few, yeah, there there are probably the things that I would share around food, but you have probably your own intuitive way of eating what's right for you and giving you energy. And there's maybe certain foods that you know make you feel tired or make your body react in a certain way, I would just tune in a little bit more and refine that to your needs because it's a very intuitive thing. So the fifth one is to start a daily ritual to manage your stress. So stress is a major one that um, depletes our energy. And we're actually, as I'm saying, the whole reason we're in there is we've been kind of in this low-lying stress response. But there's been lots of little stresses probably within your own family, extended family, and just layering on top of all these, you know, work and mortgages and all the other things we have in our daily life. So we can't solve all of it um, in one, but I really am a big campaigner of gifting yourself at least 10 minutes of your day to yourself and processing what is going on in your mind and uh, really allowing yourself the space just to connect with self. And that might be through journaling, through meditation, through affirmations. It might be through um, having a cold <laughs> shower or um, this, you know, I've got lots of rituals that I suggest, but it's just that moment where we get to 
observe our thinking that's either through meditation or silence or we get to for some people it's through movement I like to do it through movement um, or through writing it out onto a journal where we get to see our thoughts and feel like we can have some kind of control over them so yeah any way that you can have just time for yourself that's not on the screen it's not scrolling someone else's life it's coming back to you because we know we lose a lot of energy by looking always outside ourselves at what everyone else is doing so coming home to yourself through a daily ritual is a really really powerful way that you can set your intention and you can reset your energy from there number six is um, again around how we can reduce losing our energy is to check on your mental diet. <laughs> and what I mean by this is what are you consuming uh, every day? Like what are you reading? What are you looking at online? What are you scrolling? What are your thoughts that are happening on a regular basis? What are the words you're saying? What are the complaints you're saying? Uh, yeah, what? Are, who are you blaming? What are you saying to other people? Um, these are all things that we kind of this this inner dialogue or and our outer dialogue of looking at how are these things impacting me, um, and what do I really want to omit out of my mental diet that's maybe not having the best uh, impact on my energy. So this is a bit of a mental audit of looking at. How are these things externally affecting my energy and how are my internal programs also impacting my energy and my well-being? Because, uh, yeah, this we can lose a lot of energy in things that we get ourselves tied in knots about um, because we actually, you know, create uh, uh, what I call the lasso thinking, which is a blog I've written, where we're going around and around in our head and the thinking is creating an emotion in our body. And often that's a stress reaction um, because we're in anxiety because we're overthinking. And then that affects how we behave and the results that we create. So really taking stock of your, your thoughts and your words, but also what is it that you're consuming or talking about have, or bringing in that you know is not good for your energy. How do you have an audit on that? Um, so the last one is like a bit of a no-brainer, but it's prioritize your health checks. Um, I'm not a medical doctor, and if you have ongoing fatigue or um, depletion or even depression and you you know, it's going, it's, 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 you know, that it, you intuitively know that it's maybe more than just um, a temporary feeling. I would really encourage you to, you know, seek additional help from either a medical practitioner or if you're feeling like it's a, a body tiredness, maybe consider seeing a naturopath and they will give you what you need and they will probably get you to do some blood tests and some other tests to see maybe if you are low in certain supplements you know there's definitely um yeah yeah supplement vitamins i guess sorry low in vitamins and minerals and then you might want to look at some of the things that you can take to support yourself um, from an energetic perspective in terms of supplementation, whether that's iron, which can really make us feel tired if we're low on iron. I know that personally, if you are, you know, vegan or vegetarian, you might look at your 
B12 levels, uh, yeah, there's, um, you know, even things like magnesium impact our energy levels, um, how your B12 levels are, that's a really, I'm sorry, your B vitamins, again, they're really good for supporting you in times of stress. Um, I like things like ashwagandha, which is a really um, beautiful Ayurvedic herb that is great for energy and the nervous system. I also personally like chaga mushroom powder, which is another uh, beautiful addition to bring in to give you energy. So for me personally, one of the ways that I like to incorporate some of these things into my diet is through a smoothie where I put in these high vibrational foods that I know are going to give me energy and that's really part of my daily ritual so things that I include in there are green like green leafy vegetables straight from my garden so they're really alive so um, you know silver beet or spinach and I put in some good fats like avocado I put in chaga, I put in protein because I, I need, I use a plant protein from raw uh, that, you know, I need, I often exercise in the morning, so I replace it with that, ashwagandha. Uh, I just find for me, oh, spirulina as well, which has also got some, yeah, really, really good energetic properties, as I mentioned earlier. So I find it easier for me to put all of these things into one smoothie, but just uh, remembering that not everybody's body type suits having a cold smoothie in the morning, particularly if you have uh, um, a lighter frame body, uh, um, the what they would traditionally call a vata body or from epigenetics a sensor body, that lighter almost ballerina body, more skeletal, uh, having a cold smoothie in the morning won't be right for your body type, but you could make a smoothie and pour it over something like porridge. Um, so just considering that I could talk <laughs> a lot about that. So these are just things for you to come and reset. The other thing that um, I love just from a yoga perspective, while I think of it, of, of when we are feeling a bit depleted and exhausted, exhausted is the legs up the wall um, exercise where we just, you know, bring our bottom against the wall and lift our legs up just lying there that's a really beautiful restorative pose that can um, be really nourishing for our nervous system and to really help us truly rest which is um, where I started this conversation so I hope some of those tips are helpful I know that you know a lot of these already um, but sometimes we just need a little reset and you know sometimes that reset might be uh, just changing how we eat. It might be doing a little detox. Maybe there's things that have built up over time that are also making you feel tired. I can share a blog on some powerful foods that help our body detox naturally. So um, there's lots of uh, additional resources that I'm really happy to share with you. Please feel free to reach out on any of these things or if you've got questions and do follow my blog, simondenny.me, where I share uh, more information on some of these things. But yeah, let's bring the energy back this uh, time. You know, this too shall pass as the famous saying goes and just really respecting your body, sharing how you feel with others and, you know, just nourishing yourself and listening to what it is that you need. Have a beautiful day and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Mm -hmm.